following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. And Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Welcome back to Eat Sleep List. I'm your host, Dan Torres. With me, as always, is our other host, our pod father, Mr. Matt Johnson. Matt, it's so great to see your face, man. It really is. It's great to see you. Uh, I am tired. I have been working... 90-hour work weeks, yeah, so I, I I am in pain. I can't wait to be done. I just put in my two weeks at Target uh, a couple awesome. days ago, so um, I'm burned out, but it is really fun to be, you know, know that the end is this is the end is near. Yeah, it's it's hard in those times. Like I uh I looked back at my pre-pandemic schedule recently and there was so much theater I was doing in between everything that it created like people don't realize that is when you have a degree like that, sometimes you go from same with like wrestling or any other thing. You would go to your like shoot job, yeah, and then you would go to like rehearsal or in your case like training or whatever it would be, and then uh, it, you know, you're putting in it, like that work, and then you go to sleep, wake up, do it all over again. And when you know there's an end in sight to it, sometimes that's such a nice feeling because your <laughs> body knows and you just look forward to that. And you have some fun stuff coming up, too. You're going to see your Colts, right? Yeah, I got a nice week, week-long week trip going to Indy and then going to New York for a couple – for New Year's. So uh see them play the Giants. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. There you go. I'm just uh, – I'm – yeah, I'm gassed out. I'm uh, yeah, tired. I bet. I overslept. I I missed my alarm twice this week. My day job alarm, Ugh. which is no bueno. Dude, I the one uh, time when I realized it was time to cut back on my work, I slept through a rehearsal, and I've never done that before. Isn't it the worst ever. feeling? Oh my god, it was terrible. I pride myself terrible. on being punctual, on always being there, <laughs> and when I can't be, it it's 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 almost infuriating. Like it, mm-hmm. to me, it drives me nuts because. I don't know. It, like, I don't like having things for people so people can criticize. You know what I mean? I don't leave like leaving uh, opportunities for people to criticize or have hold something mm-hmm. over my head. So, like, I'm the worst perfectionist ever because I'm not. I'm very not perfect. Yeah, I know we're all not not, but the, I will cut corners to not be perfect yeah. sometimes. But also at the same time, I just I don't know. I just it, it bothers me when I'm not. Yeah, me too. It, it especially in fields that like you really care about. Like yeah, that. yeah. No, it it does. It drives me nuts. But um, yeah, but, but yeah. We, but to focus on happier things, we're finally in the holiday season, right? Finally. We had Thanksgiving. I hope you had a great one because I didn't see you for that. But um, no, did we, I see the Sunday before? Probably no. We when the hell did I see you last? Probably like the two weeks before Thanksgiving. Is when I guess you were last. I think. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while, dude. Shit. Um, this legit been to say so. November nineteenth, so the Sunday before was the thirteenth. Yeah. I have not been in the studio for 
Yeah, it's been almost three weeks. Yeah, Jesus, I know. It, it's it happens, man. Like, I know. We get caught in that time warp, and all of a sudden, like here we are. But like <sighs> here we are. We're back. We're celebrating happy things. Uh, we've eaten our fill from Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and now we're moving into snow and uh, you know Christmas cookies and putting up trees. And one of my favorite things, which is Christmas music every mm-hmm. year, um, I grew up – I don't know about you. I grew up loving Christmas music every year, like looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, so my mom used to have it play in the house. She was – at that time when I was like little, little, she was a stay-at-home mom. My dad handled everything before my little brother got – you know, was around. And even still, she kept it going. But what she would do was legit all day. She would she, – we had a, a stereo system in the basement. Mm-hmm. One of those nice uh, five-disc CD players, and she would have Christmas CDs in there to play throughout the like all the time, <laughs> and I never forgot it because it was always cool that you know we could just run downstairs and and you know or you would just hear it throughout the whole house, and that's like that's where Christmas music is so important for me, is that you know it was an integral part of my childhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, Part of my upbringing is that it was always there when, when you know, when it came to to Christmas, uh, music was legit. You know, just a massive part of it. Yeah, I, I still like listen to it today. I listen to it at work. You know, we have to wear, listen to speaker phones and um, and all that. Yeah, we get to listen like Bluetooth speakers mm-hmm. at, at work, and I'm the only one I listen. And I don't know. It, it, Brings it puts out some you happen- in the mood. Like, it really yeah. does. Like, between that and, like, Christmas movies, it, like, makes it feel like it's actually Christmas. Like, yes, it, it's weird how much of a difference it makes. I I know I mentioned this on the show, but um, last year when I was sick on, uh, uh, like, yeah. for Christmas, I didn't do, like, I didn't watch Christmas movies. I didn't do anything. And it was weird how much it didn't feel like Christmas in my apartment. It it legit felt like I was just waiting for the day to end. And it was, it was terrible. It was a terrible thing. Um, so you need those things in order to make the season complete. It is. Because, I mean, how, Christmas is... is- it's such a demanding holiday because it is. A, it's a month. It's everything between Thanksgiving and, and and Christmas Day. I've lost the spirit a lot, mm-hmm. you know, quite quite a bit in recent years. Just because I mean, you get older and and you are busier, right? You're working extra hard to get the perfect gifts, and you feel inadequate sometimes. And uh, you know, when it comes to getting those gifts, it's just, there's just so much pressure and it goes by so quick. You don't really have time to enjoy it when you're, you know, when you're a kid, you're going through school, mm-hmm. right? The elementary school, we're getting there where yeah, the, the teachers are decorating and Christmas stuff. You're around it all the time. Do you ever do like a Santa secret shop in your school when you were growing up? Like anything like that? Um, we might have. I can't remember. We did one here every year where it was like affordable gifts that like your parents sent you with twenty dollars and you like picked out your Christmas gifts for your family like from it. But it, okay. it was it I was also fun because bit, yeah. you look for things for yourself too secretly like <laughs> like like yeah. we did with the Scholastics. Brought up too. a, a remind yeah that you just brought up a memory. So yes, we did do that. Um, when I was little, my pre K was Prince of Peace in mm-hmm. Niagara Falls and. Uh, and yeah, now I do remember going to the table, different tables. Yeah, and I and my mom and dad were with me, uh, and they're like, "Okay, let's pick out your gifts you want to buy for people." And I got a little uh, nativity set, but it was it was uh, they were all just these white 
um, like little statue things. Mm. I have no idea where they went, but I probably broke them. As yeah. Oh, but, yeah. But sure. I remember like that being the coolest <laughs> thing. I'm like, oh, I want to give this to so and so, and so on and so forth. You know what I mean? I, I do remember that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's fun times as a kid for sure. But um, I specifically I remember too, like my mom would not let us listen to Christmas music before December 1st. It had to be December 1st or it had to be like the first Sunday of Advent, whichever came sooner. <laughs> so I always used to just wait and wait and wait. And then the first day I would just play it like first thing in the morning. Sometimes I'd put it on a day before just to annoy her. Right. Uh, but, you know, you do that when you're a kid. Yeah. Um, but – Speaking on annoyances, too, we're not here to talk about good Christmas songs today because there's some really great Christmas music out there, but there's also some really, 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 really awful Christmas songs. And that is what we're here to list today. We are here to list our top 10 worst Christmas songs that we can't stand hearing every year. Yes. Yeah. I hate to be, I hate to start the season as like a Scrooge. Super negative. I yeah. Know. <laughs> but like, but I think this is, I, I touched on this on my podcast a little bit last year, but I think it's so fun to look at these things and find the gems that you're just truly just want to keep buried <laughs> in the snow throughout the year. No, I, 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 dude, I completely agree. It's, um, there's like I was listening to it today at work this morning, and I'm like, okay, it's going good, going good. And I just hit a couple songs. I'm like, okay, skip. Yep. Another one, skip. And like I have a guy, I'm working with a with another guy, uh, you know, pretty much next to us. And I'm just like, this is just so bad. Yeah. Now I'm gonna turn it to regular music. Yeah. So. There's some there's some really bad ones, but um, I kind of touched on it before too. I thought it was funny people's different perspectives on what's good and what's bad, and I can't wait to hear yours too to see if you have some that it I'm like, oh, like right? I I might like that one a little bit uh, because some of them I asked my wife Julie um, like some of her worst ones, and she put on uh, there's I I don't even know if this is on there, so I may not even say it yet, <laughs> but she said one that I was like, really, you think that one's bad, and. Uh, then I asked my mom, and she said the same thing. Really? <laughs> yep. And uh, it, it was it was I'm very interesting to hear. to hear that. So if it's if it's not on our list, I'll uh, I'll be sure to mention it by okay. the end of the podcast. All right. Um, so without further ado, let's get into it, shall we? Absolutely. Our top ten worst Christmas songs that we can't stand hearing in the season. So Matt, why don't you start us off with number ten? Okay. So I don't have a specific song for this one. I, I try. I mixed it up a little bit. Okay. Um, with this, hope you don't mind. No, not at um, all. I hate. I think one of the things that lacks with uh that lacks with Christmas music today is that there there's a lot of unoriginality. And what yes. I mean by that is there's just too many remakes. I hate remakes. Mm-hmm. Me of too. Classic vintage songs. I feel like we don't get enough new. And maybe I'm mistaken. Well, you know what? There's been some good ones lately. Carrie Underwood and some other people have been putting out some bangers. But for, there was like a long point in time where I, I just thought, I'm like, there is legit nothing that 
you know, nothing new, nothing original. Yep. You know, it's just the same vintage songs from the 50s and 60s and so on forth and just different interpretations. While that's all fine and good, it, it just doesn't do it for me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to think of some examples. Um, I mean, Boo Blade does some pretty good ones. I, yeah. I'm not going to lie, but there, there's, there's a I lot. I know of- exactly what you mean. Like, there's definitely a period throughout time where, like, the artists are doing the same exact, like, things over and over and over and over again. Yeah. But there was there were some that I, oh, there's one that I have on here that's definitely, like, Plays into that. why did you even do that? <laughs> why did you touch on this at all? Right. I'm trying to think, like, I know uh, "Baby It's Cold Outside" is a little controversial now, but the, you know that's been remade, and, mm-hmm. and and not that people shouldn't sing it, but it's just like come up with your own shit. <laughs> <laughs> like that's legit how I feel. Like it's sad, but yes. Um, but yeah, I just I I I I can't I can't get into re- remakes. Yeah. You know, because sometimes it's like, okay, you hear, you hear the original, and then 10 minutes later you hear the remake. It's like, what are we doing here? Yeah. Christmas has been around forever. Christmas music has been around forever. We need more originality. So that's my perspective on yeah, that. I agree. So, I yeah, I, I it was hard for me to uh, to narrow it down. But, um, but, yeah, I just basically all remakes just yeah. annoy the shit out of me. Yeah, I absolutely <laughs> get that. So so generally, that's your like remakes in general. Just remakes in general, yeah. yeah. There, I mean, once in a blue moon is a remake better than the original. Yeah, once in a blue moon. Yeah, but uh, but there's a lot of times it's just like okay, we're gonna add our own little twist to it. It's like eh, not digging it. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's a, I definitely can agree with some of that. Now that <laughs> it's funny because now that I'm looking over this. Like almost all of mine are are like original songs, so I'm like, oh, maybe they should stick with the remakes. <laughs> Complete so, opposite. Like, hey, that's what we're here. I know. I love it. Uh, <laughs> so my number ten on this list, then. So I don't know if you've ever seen Stevie Wonder does a Christmas album. Yes. There's this. <laughs> there's this song on there. That I happened to come across while I was doing my research for this list. It's called Twinkle Twinkle Little Me. Oh, Jesus Christ. This thing, <laughs> man, I love Stevie Wonder. I think he's one of like the greatest musical artists of all time. But for sure, this song sounds like someone forced him to go into the booth and just record this piece of crap. How is this a Christmas song? Yeah, the, look at that. He he sounds like he doesn't want to be there. What is this shit? Yeah. What is this? I know. Stevie Wonder, do better. He, he's like, it sounds like someone handed him that, and he, or, you know, I can't say he was going to read it, but he <laughs> he touched it. <laughs> I'm terrible. Merry Christmas. Um, we love you, Stevie Wonder. Um but whoever told him the song or told him the lyrics or reread them, and he just said, "I what is this? I don't get how it's this is awful. a Christmas song. It's awful. 
This is nuts. Like the lyrics are terrible. The the knowing what Stevie Wonder can do vocally is amazing. Like he's amazing. So why would you give him something that flat and one tone to just drone through for a while? Yeah. Like it's it's just absolutely awful to see him in that position of all people. And it just shows that like some people just shouldn't have like Christmas albums, right? Like we he oh, he yeah. can have like He's. I think he does like a couple that are notable. If I'm uh, thinking correctly, but I'm. I don't want to accidentally name something he didn't do. Uh, but that one in particular, I just wish he hadn't done. Yeah. And I know he does too. So my number ten is. Twink. Oh, has he come out and said it? No. Oh, I. I. I just. Assuming? I just know in his heart he probably wishes he didn't do that one. Nah, because right, someday at Christmas is like one of the. One, uh, That's the what I was thinking. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I didn't want to mistake it and think it was. Yeah. Yeah. Someday at Christmas is him. That's great. It's a good one. But that that one just sounds like the bland step cousin of <laughs> of that song. I feel you. Yeah. So. That's my number 10, Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Me by Stevie Wonder. Very good. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever actually heard that one before. Uh, and I, maybe if I did, I obviously try to block it out. So yeah, that's, uh, that's where we're at with that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So I have some, uh, some, there's some big ones coming up. All right. My number nine. <sighs> I can't do Grandma Got Ran Over by a Reindeer. I can't. I couldn't either. Okay. I couldn't either. I like that song. I like. I'll come out and say it. I think it's like a decent. Like I don't know. I th- it's like a first couple listens, but after a few years, it's like. Oh god. Okay. I just like listen to it once during the holiday season. Once that's enough. That's, that's it. it. That's it. So that's kind of where I like. It, it's a fun one, and nobody's remade it. So I mean, that's a plus. But mm. I just. Yeah. <laughs> It's not that. It's not that bad. You know, it, no, I I can't do it. Yeah, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I, that's a. We're, I'm sure we're gonna have a bounce a lot off each other. That it just you know it just doesn't. But like I said, I remember being a little kid and hearing it and laughing once, and then okay, now it's exhausting. Mm-hmm. And I there's a lot of songs on here that uh, yeah, I just don't. They don't sit. They don't age well. No, they age no. like milk. And Grandma got ran over by a reindeer is one. It definitely was is for th- sure. Did they make a movie? I feel like they made a movie based on this song. Yeah, see, I couldn't. I couldn't put this one on there. I just like it was just one that was just good enough to make the cut because at least it's a like kind of original and like funny when you're a kid. Maybe that's why I couldn't let it go. I don't know. It was a movie. I knew it. Yeah, it was like an animated movie, wasn't it? Yeah, came yep. out in two thousand. A youth embarks on a journey to find his missing grandmother and prove that Santa Claus is real. And I've heard of none of these people. <laughs> I knew it. Accused of Santa Claus of murder. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, I just, I'll switch the station. I'd rather go listen to the same songs on Kiss 98.5 over and over again. Uh, speaking of Santa Claus murdering people, I actually saw that violent night with David Harbour that oh, came Oh, how out. was it? Oh, my God. It was fantastic. It was so good. <laughs> it was as bloody as you would hope it would be. Yeah. Like, the action scenes were, like, really good. It was super, like, the deaths were like, oh, like, okay, like... <laughs> Um, but it actually felt like a Christmas movie. 
Like, it legitimately, like, had, like, Christmas spirit to it. The story was, like, kind of believable when it comes to a Christmas movie. (laughs) But it was, like, you know how, as dudes, we get criticized, like, Die Hard isn't a Christmas movie. It isn't a Christmas movie. This is something that, like, we could forever be like, yeah, this is a Christmas movie. Let's put it on. (laughs) Let's put it on. And they openly, like, make a lot of tributes to Die Hard and other Christmas movies within it, too. So, like, that was a cool thing. I have to see that. I'm so so behind on everything, dude. I haven't seen. Me, too. I haven't seen Black Adam. I haven't seen Black Panther. Yeah, me neither. I haven't seen nothing. I know. We'll have to plan, like, trips to go. Yes. Points. Yes. Um, so my number nine is kind of a similar, like, kind of campy one like that, but it is a specific um, version of it. And I hate that, you know, these first two on my list, I feel like I'm disrespecting, like, really legendary <laughs> musical artists. And I'm sorry, but I'm probably going to criticize more throughout this list as well. <laughs> um, but... Uh, um, the song I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus is really weird, right? It's a it's a weird-ass song. Um, definitely about catching his mom cheating, like, in some capacity. Well, uh, I mean, or is it? It could be. Yeah, it, depend- it depends. I mean, it, it kind of, it, when, when uh, all right, if, yeah, let's if you're in a car, well, if you're in a car, cl- cover your <laughs> kid's ears. Because uh, also, this is... My number eight. Oh, okay, beautiful. So, so we can get really into well. this. Yeah. Um, you know, we kind of get that one eight, that certain age, and they tell you what. Uh, you know, they tell you who, who's who. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean. So maybe, uh, you know, <laughs> maybe. Oh my maybe, god, that's very true. Right. Oh, terrible. So either, but either way, it's a terrible thought, right? It's kind of a mind mind fuck. Right. Right. But um, <laughs> so. I don't know if you had a specific version in mind when it comes to this, but the worst version of this song is the Jackson 5 version that comes on every year. (laughs) When you listen to it, first of all, they're ringing sleigh bells. You hear a giant, like, cartoon sound of lips smacking, and then little Michael coming in and going, Wow! (laughs) (laughs) Which... That's that in itself is like okay, like here we go for this ride, and then you get into it and you listen to the background vocals his brothers are doing, and you're like, ah, shit, this, <laughs> this is really creepy. <laughs> like when they get to the I saw mommy tickle Santa Claus, the the I background. I saw mommy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the. But the background is tickle, tickle, Santa Claus. And it's like, oh, God, they really made him do this. And then, like, not to do this, too. But when you think about the fact that the Jackson 5 never probably had a proper Christmas ever in their entire life. And probably just had Joe, like, opening presents in front of them a lot of the time. And then, you know, just giving them beatings or whatever he did. Wow, why is Michael so messed up? I yep. can't Joe imagine. Joe Jackson, why. that's 100% why. Uh-huh. Come to, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. No, I guess not. Um, but, like, it just adds it adds another layer to it when you really think about it. And as terrible as it is, it's just that song's bad in itself. And then the Jackson 5 doing it is just like. Now, their version of Frosty the Snowman, that 
is take an that. all-time classic. That's the best version of Frosty the Snowman that's ever existed. 100%. Because it's got uh, a fun rock rock to it. It does and uh Michael's vocals in it are just spectacular as he is Everybody in so likes many little Michael. <laughs> he's just, <laughs> uh, he's one of the goats. I hate the there's there's so many artists now with like getting canceled and things yeah, like that. Yeah, I look it, past it. I, I have I, to separate the music from the person, and that's the thing that finally made me uh, turn away from Kanye. Is I can be like, okay, I can accept his early albums and just turn I, away from the person. It is controversial to do. I mean, I'm not going to open. Well, I'm about to openly tell. I'll still listen to his music because I know what it made me feel. Sure. So you don't have to agree with the person. Like even like. And this this is something that a lot of people can't separate nowadays. It's yeah, a big, it's a bit, honestly a big issue that people can't separate the two. Uh, they, it's it's emotion. Oh, I can't look at that art because it makes me think. Cause who? That's them. That's their problem. You know what I mean? That's that that's they have issues, but you can still like listen and appreciate the art. Mm-hmm. Kanye made some great music. Exactly. Right? Chris Benoit. Well, Chris Benoit was a fantastic wrestler. It's tough. He his last moments were being a complete piece of shit. But he had a lot of iconic and great moments in wrestling. Like, how are you going to look past WrestleMania 20 when he's in the ring with Eddie like that? How are you going to look past the match he had with Jericho at the Royal Rumble? Right. The la- that ladder match. How are you going to look past the things he did and Him the and people Orton that, and- like, yeah, exactly. Like, it. you have to separate those things, I feel like. Which yeah. Is, which is why I think it's hilarious. Like, this is totally going off on a different subject. But that WWE tried erasing it for so long, too. And just being like, oh, he never, like... Like, for a while, the Royal Rumble would be like, oh, there, there's been only two entrants that have ever won. And it's like, and they only mention Michaels and then Ray. And then it's like, huh? And then. Yeah, it's like, nah, we were there, fam. Botchamania used to do the best thing ever when they would, like, bleep out people swearing on WWE. They would, um, they'd show, like, the bleep audio and they just add Benoit as, like, a subtitle right at the bottom of the screen. <laughs> like, every time they said something. Um. <laughs> so yeah, separate the music from the artist, or the the art from the person, or whatever you need to do, because like some of the stuff really does stand for itself. And if it's embedded in your childhood and in your memory, as long as you don't become a piece of shit from it, then like you're you're in a good place. I don't know. No, I I, I you know, know I completely agree. Um. So moving on from one cover of a terrible song to another this song isn't necessarily terrible but it's one of those ones that like you said at the beginning everybody just does over and over and over and over again um weezer put out a christmas album at some point what yeah i know um (laughs) (laughs) and on this album is a cover they do of hark the herald angels sing and oh my God, why did they do this? It's a minute and 45 seconds long, so fine. Like, it doesn't need to last long. It doesn't need to do, it, it does its job. But you can imagine how this sounds, like, with the way they do it. It's a very, like, droned, like, guitar, basic drum pattern, Drony washy vocals through the whole thing, and it's like, why? I've been listening to a lot of Weezer lately, too. I love, I think Weezer's great. amazing. But uh, Buddy Holly's like one of my favorite songs of all time. Oh, it's a great yeah. song. Yeah. Um, but it, this was like, 
God, so many people. I I think there are a few celebrity Chris or not celebrity Christmas albums, but like artist Christmas albums that I will accept every year. And I'm like, yeah, you absolutely should have done that album. Yeah, especially like modern day ones. They're they're harder to come by. Insync's will forever be one of my favorite ones. Oh, that's a great uh, it's, one. It's it's incredible. And they they came up with their own stuff Kill, and killed it Merry killed Christmas it. happy holiday I used to I love, love their Christmas I concert love, at Disney Channel me too I, lo- I love their stuff but like Weezer why would you have Weezer do a Christmas album what is the what <laughs> is the point in that don't have a, there's one towards the top of my list that I was like why would you ever let them touch anything at all ever but we'll that get, might be an we'll interesting to one it. too. The the, the top uh, a top ten list of who would be hilarious to have a uh, a, mer- a Christmas album. For. Oh my god, <laughs> there there are definitely some ones that I would probably pay money to see. Like Metallica, I'd, yeah, Metallica. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to hear William Hung's wherever he is at this point. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's there's definitely some ones I would pay to have now. Um, oh, for sure. <laughs> but Heart the Herald Angels Sing by Weezer specifically comes at my number eight because it is just a minute and 45 seven. seconds. Is it your seven or uh, eight? Because we, um, your eight was, um, I, I, oh, yeah, that's right. I started off. Close, that's so, right. Yeah, so I jumped that's into right. that. That's right. My yeah. fault. Sorry. No, you're all good. You're all good. Um, but yes, let's move on to our number seven at this point. Okay. Matt, what do you got? Okay, my friend, um, I don't know. I just don't like the. I just don't like the 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 instrumentals to this song. I just. I, I do you hear what I hear? <laughs> right. I. I got to hear a lot of singing today. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. I. I don't like. I, I. I don't care for. I just. I don't know. It's one of those. Just. There's a lot that you just get a certain peaceful vibe from, and I don't know. This one is just like, okay, can I skip this? Yes, can I skip this and be done with it, please? Yeah, it's 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 just it's never done anything for me, um, not a single thing, which is shameful because um, you know it's one of those revered ones. Buble, I think I'm sure Michael Buble did it at one point, but probably he does he's everything. Whore for Christmas <laughs> albums and re, re, redoing stuff, but um, <laughs> Buble, we love you here. I actually, say. I actually, I think he's amazing. Oh, I he think is. It's, I think incredible. it's, I think it's actually really cool that he can disappear uh, until Christmas time every single year. But yeah, do you hear what I hear? Is just like. It, I don't know. It's just it's it's not a good pace for me, and um, I just never never got into it. Never yeah. got into it. Yeah, it's there's no good version of it that I can bring up at all. Right, that like comes to mind. I think of like the classic versions they do, and I guess that's the most like tolerable ones. I don't even tolerable. know. Tolerable. I, I guess. I see, know. I don't even know who sang the original version. I don't know. I know probably like Dean Martin touched it or something like that. Bing Crosby. Who are yeah? Who are the Godfathers of Christmas music? It's got to be. It's literally like, the Rat Pack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Rat Pack and the Nat King Cole's. Oh <laughs> shit! Whitney Houston sang it. That might be good. Oh but yes, look, I do know that one. About. I this, do know that one. This is what I'm talking about, though. I just typed in "Do you hear?" and I got Bing Crosby, Carrie Underwood, Whitney Houston. Uh, a bunch of other people, Pentatonix, Pentatonix, Pentatonix yeah. Martina McBride, Michael McGuire, King and Country, Idina Menzel, uh, 
and Bradley Jaden in the twenty twenty. Like this is this is what I'm talking about. Yeah, like get why? your own damn music. Why? <laughs> I know it's 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 absolutely what the terrible. hell. <laughs> I know there was there was a stinker of Carol of the Bells that I that didn't make my list, but it almost did. That Leanne Rhymes did, and I was like, "Damn, why did they even give you this? You're Leanne fucking Rhymes, <laughs> and you and they gave you a terrible version of Carol of the Bells, and you said yes to this. Don't do that to yourself. They, respect yourself a little bit. <laughs> oh my god." <laughs> yeah, do you hear what I hear? Is that when that Whitney one? Now that you said that, I do remember that one. And yeah, that one very good. but anything she touches, like, come on, I know, it's incredible. <sighs> we'll see. Maybe I'll, it's gonna have to get me through work tonight. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> my number seven. Speaking of original songs, um, I know a lot of people. People are gonna give me shit for this one. A lot of people really like Ariana Grande. I'm not saying I don't like her, uh, but. She gets very, I don't know how to describe her singing, breathy at at times and like quiet. I don't know. And the prime example is in this song, Santa Tell Me, that she did a few years ago that gets played all the time in on the radio and in stores and all this. It's, uh, it's one of those attempts at a, a pop star doing... Um, an original song that's just for me an absolute swing and a miss. Um, it's kind of a bop, it, it, like on the first couple listens, but then I you, like this. I kind of like. It. I, I just want to disagree oh, with you. I, I, I hate respectfully it. disagree. Yeah, I know. Course. See, this is where <laughs> this is where we start to like. But I know what you mean now by breathy. Oh man, it's yeah. It's bad. It's like yeah, you can hear her like every time she's about to say a lyric. <laughs> like uh, I can't, I can't do it. I can't. Do That's it. one of the newer bops for me. That's one of the newer good ones for me. I personally. guess. Like ah, I you don't like it. It's okay. I, I don't like it. Well, there's <laughs> like I just think like you could do better than that. Like get a little bit. Get a, get a little bit better and like i don't know maybe it's against her maybe i have a bias against her because of like her voice or like whatever but i switch this song every time it comes on i can't listen to it i just can't do it i i respect her and everything she's done she's like one of the most streamed artists of all time now even though nickelodeon totally dropped the ball in promoting her oh um but like yeah it just it's not good for me i i don't know and again, this is one of those ones that's just some people love it, and that's why it gets radio play. But like, it just makes my ears bleed. If someone's <laughs> trying to get information out of me and they put Played that song that on for a hundred hours, I don't know that I wouldn't be able to give out that information. Like, I just don't. <laughs> I'd have to bite my tongue off. I'd have to chew through my tongue and spit it out. <laughs> <laughs> Very sons of anarchy. Yeah, yeah I, it's interesting. It, and that that happened at a point that he actually like bit down on his tongue so hard that he bit it off and then spit it at the glass to <laughs> just get the point across that he wouldn't say anything and rat out anybody. <laughs> so pull a page out of that book. Uh, but yes, that's my number seven is Anatoly by Ariana Grande. Uh, so that's something you could put on your Christmas playlist tonight if you do like that. But it's 
Not one of my favorites. I don't know. Um, but on to our number six. Matt, what is your number six, my friend? All right. Um, my number six is Santa Baby. Ugh. Now hurry down the chimney tonight. <laughs> I hate the voice. I, I <sighs> It's it, it's like I, maybe it was cute back in the day, but I just I can't do the whole Santa baby. I I can't do it. Yeah, I, I just I can't either. I I don't know. It's 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 nag because like <sighs> girl like girls in high school try to talk like that to be cute, and like it just maybe it root like uh, yeah. Can you give me some pizza? Uh, or <laughs> can you buy me something? Uh, it, like it ruined it for me. Like it ruined me for me. Oh. It, it, it might have ruined that song. High school dating and and socializing may have ruined that song for me. Yeah, more than that. I feel like it just it's just a terrible song. Give me this. Give me that. Man, no, Madonna's version is just awful. I listened to one version that the Pussycat Dolls did the other day. That's just. Oh, it's 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 the worst thing. There's there's nine eleven, and then there's that, and it, it just it's just awful, just absolutely the worst thing. Uh, ugh, like there's some things people just shouldn't touch, especially when the Madonna version came out. It's just so whiny and like, ugh, like yeah, like Santa, do you do you really want to touch that? Like. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that's what we're doing here. Oh man, terrible! That's a really good choice on your that Pussycat Dolls version almost made my list. Oh, I miss the Pussycat Dolls. Uh, I think I do sometimes, and then I listen to some of their stuff, and I'm like, "Don't yeah. you wish your girlfriend was hot, hot like, like me. me?" They used that song in the movie Norbit back in the day. Oh my god, I that just I shows you what, what that year was. That was oh, that was that was my high like 8th grade high school for me. Yeah. Oh. I think that was I think I watched that movie at like my 8th grade birthday party or something Norbit. like that. No oh my god. <laughs> Cuz it was supposed to be good, you know, and, and it, it kind of was, I guess. There was it was in a way. That yeah. Was, that was like Nothing Eddie Murphy, Murphy hadn't done before, right? In the two, 2000s were a real bad time for Eddie Murphy movies. <sighs> yeah. He had, like, he had... I think a lot of these comedian actors do that. Sandler had a bad stretch. Yes. Re, like Jack and Jill yes. and stuff. Really bad stretch. And uh, and Eddie Murphy had one, too. After, I think... I want to say Dr. Doodle 2 <laughs> and maybe The Nutty Professor 2. Uh, that was kind of... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awful. Yeah, I don't know. Be good for him for getting like kind of back on track. I'm glad. I'm glad because he's he's too talented to kind of be forgotten like that. Honestly, I wish he had. That's speaking of ones I wish had done a Christmas album. Yes, there we go. I love Eddie Murphy. I I actually feel like sad that we only got basically one song from him. Right? Yeah. Party all the time. It wasn't a whole album. It was just like one song. Mm. I'd have to look up and see if he has any other music. But yeah, yeah. Um. But on people that I wish hadn't done a Christmas album, uh, my number six, Justin Bieber put out a Christmas <laughs> album, and my God, don't, just just don't, just don't. But the song Mistletoe is just, if you, if I thought, that's why Santa Tell Me didn't go too high on my list, because at least it's original, and it's like, even though I think it's a swing and a miss, a lot of people do like it. This one is like, oh man, like, 
it it uh i'm I'm trying to find the exact words for it. It's so lame, it's so lame, and one tone his vocals aren't good, and he says shouty a million times in it, and I'm like, as soon as that happens from you justin it's it's not a good look, my friend, just not. It, it's kind of creepy the way he's just plodding through the song. <laughs> oh, it's brutal. It, it's it's a really brutal one. That and I, I I understand he needs to do as much as he can to like solidify his career and like check all the boxes that makes like. And I think that's what it is, right? People are like to be really successful, you should put out a Christmas album at some point. It's, I mean, that's really all it is. I mean, the royalties. I mean. At Mariah Carey. Every year she just she, rakes she in cash. She disappeared. Like she was at a steady, steady gig, and then once November hits, she starts coming out of the woodwork. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's really something. But yeah, Justin shouldn't have done that one. He shouldn't really do too much. It, it just whew, real, real, real tough to get through that song in particular yeah if, if i'm in target and i listen to it i'm like well this is the appropriate place for this song i guess <laughs> and and but i would in my spare time i would just despise every second of it if i had to sit through it yeah i couldn't do that yeah so that's my number six uh is mistletoe by justin a lot, a lot of studs a lot of popular uh people coming on this list i know but like, I guess with so many popular people doing it, I had no choice but to. Yeah, at some, point. some people, right? I mean, there's some people that just should not do it. I know. Uh, I, I like the song, but what, I was looking through a lot of lists of worst Christmas songs, and, and it might be on yours, but it's one by uh, Paul McCartney. Oh, um, simply having a wonderful Christmas yeah. time. It was on. I love that. song. I do too. People were people. People hated it. And they I thought love- they thought it was his. I don't. I don't know who came <laughs> out with it first because John Lennon has the really good one. Um and they thought like oh this is just a terrible attempt by the other Beatles yeah uh well well on John Lennon having a really good one we'll get to that too but but we'll but you you'll see you'll see all right um yeah so uh what are we on our top five now top yeah five. yeah so number five Matt all right my friend uh we are going with silver bells <laughs> silver bells. It's Christmas time in the city. Really? <laughs> Hear the ring. Not Soon it will be Christmas Day. Anyone and their mother could sing that song. It requires it's talking. It's basically talking. It's basically talking. It's not singing, it's talking. It's describing a town. It's like literally walking through a town and just talking about everything that you happen to see. Yeah. Like, it really just is. It's trash. Right. It's classic trash. It just is. I, I just, There's no way around it. I just... I can't do it. It's slow. Like, it doesn't make me... I think a lot of the things, too, some of these songs don't make me happy for Christmas. Yeah. They don't bring joy. A lot of the... Some of the slower-paced ones, if they if they're done right... Like Silent Night or some of these other ones. Like there's just certain some songs that are just so slow and almost depressing. Um, 
in a way, in a, in a, in a, not depressing in a way. Well, there are some that are depressing, but mm-hmm. it's just like it kills the holiday spirit for it. Yeah. Yeah. There's like two songs that like make me tear up for every Christmas. They're not on this list, obviously, but in like a good way. Definitely. Yeah. Um, one that will always get to me that it's so it's not classified as a Christmas song. Um, but it comes on like the radio every year. It's uh, it's called The Prayer. It's by Celine Dion and Andrea Bocelli. Okay. You would probably recognize it. I probably are. would, yeah. But it's this beautiful classical piece that they do. They actually did it for this movie that not a lot of people remember from like the late 90s called Quest for Camelot that came out. And the soundtrack to it was very, very good. Um, but that song came off of it. Um, and it somehow got picked up as a holiday song, and every oh. time it comes out, I just like weep. In yeah. fact, if I like, you know how you have those days sometimes where it's like you just feel it in the back of your head. You, like, you just gotta let it go. So you know, sometimes I use that to just like let the flood release, so that I could just get everything out and be like, oh, I feel better. Like the, sometimes you just need that in your life. I did it on a podcast last year. We were talking about Christmas music for uh, retro pop, and uh, I was talking about mentioning this one. Have yourself a merry little Christmas gets me. Yeah, I get that. You think about you think it. It's cozy. It's cozy, but there's also like a lot, like a line that you know about always being together on Christmas. Yeah, as long as the fate and that shit drives me nuts. Like it, it like it because you know you get older, you start losing people mm. and. It's gonna get me now. Yeah, I, you know it, what I mean. It's, it's, it, it it has takes, a different meaning after a while. It takes on a different meaning. I, yeah, I don't think you can appreciate it as a kid, but if you've been, if you've lost a lot of, I mean, even like not even just to death, but just friends that just you know f- fail relationships, people that were there for you on Christmas at some point, mm-hmm. they not have them in your life anymore, is a horrible feeling. It's hard. It's yeah. hard. Yeah, it really is. So um, I did that on actually the first time I cried on my podcast. Now that we're getting into this, um, the hell, it, was for, it was for Christmas last year. We were talking about like old um, Christmas like movies or um, like shows, like little shorts that we used to watch or something right. like that. And there's one uh, called The Forgotten Toys that the ending gets me every time. I can't even, like, if I started to describe it right now, it would, like, bring me totally to tears. But Ben and Steve, like, totally ripped me apart for it. And I was like, all right, that's the last episode of YAO that's ever coming out. (laughs) Um, But it's good. Like, the holidays can do that to you, right? Like, it's it's a really good thing. They make you feel all sorts of emotions. Yeah. Just emotions. For better or for worse. You know, there's a lot of people who... Uh, the thought of Christmas like destroys them. Yeah, it, it makes them sad and angry, mm-hmm. um, which is horrible. Which is horrible to hear, but I mean, it's it's a reality. So yeah. Um, moving on to other things that you know make me feel horrible that are <laughs> that are Christmas related. Um, Dominic the donkey absolutely makes <laughs> me. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> like. Talk about the most annoying Christmas song that has ever existed. Yeah, that shit. Like, <laughs> I get it. The Italian Christmas donkey is Italy's contribution to Christmas music. They could have just left that out. It's like, that, that, is, that is Italy's worst contribution to the world since World War II. I'll say it right now. It is just, it's... <laughs> 
I mean, that's fair. That's a fair it's point. So bad. It's it, that that chorus is so goddamn annoying. Every time you hear it, the tone the guy sings it in is why are are you recording it like this? You know, everybody was hopped up on something in that studio. Like they were either drunk or whatever. But, I almost forgot about this one. Man, it's it, I can't forget about it. And every year, it's it's stuck in my head every single year, nonstop because I just dread it. <laughs> I just dread hearing it on the radio. But um, yeah, Dominic the Donkey made it just for the sheer annoyance of it. Some people have. Songs that just annoy the shit out of them. And yeah. That is uh, like. That's the one? That, that's the top one that annoys me more than all of them, I feel like. Um, so, yeah, that made my list at number five. Okay. Yeah. On to number four for our uh, list. Number four. Uh, I'm going to go. There's there's way too many songs with the. Like, there's just different colored Christmases. Uh, I'm going to go Blue Christmas. Okay. It's an Elvis one. He did White Christmas, he did Blue Christmas. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Blue Christmas always just felt like the ugly duckling of of the pair. <laughs> blue, blue, blue Christmas. See, this is one that I like that you don't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I love Elvis's Christmas stuff. I just, I don't know. It just did. You know. It, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Christmas. Without you. okay, maybe I'm starting to come around to it. No, bit. no, it's it's so you want to know something really. It's so funny that you're saying this. So I, um, you know, like I said earlier, because I was sick last year, I've been trying to really celebrate Christmas yeah. this year. I really want to like make it special for myself, make it special to, uh, for other people. Because like I really should. It's four weeks of the year that I could just enjoy life. Like I should that I should look appreciate to some things. things. Yeah. Yes. Like that should be I should have a good attitude for it. So I'm trying not to be like such an asshole this Christmas season and just like really find enjoyment in a lot of things. Yeah. Um so I had like a Christmas music playlist on at work and Blue Christmas came on and I kept it on. And uh <laughs> my coworker who um because there's two uh admins and so we sit next to each other. Um <laughs> she goes are you listening to Elvis Christmas music right now? And she's like, she's older than me, not by like too, too much, but she's like from an older generation. I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah. like I was like, listen, it's, a, I was like, my dad loves Elvis. He always had this song on as a kid. Like, I love this song. She's like, she's like, yeah. And that's exactly what I'm feeling like that I'm with my dad right now, listening to Elvis <laughs> Christmas music. Like, you're consciously, and like one of my other coworkers was in her office, like laughing her ass off, like listening to it. So, yeah, that's one I get shit for, for like really liking. But, yeah, it, but it, I get it. It kind of is a meme of an Elvis song. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. It's it's hard because I mean Elvis Christmas is is one that really defines my childhood. Mm-hmm. But I just I just feel like out of all of his stuff, this is I mean it's I think it's original, but it's kind of the weak uh, to me. I think it's the weakest. I just I just the whole flow is just weird mm-hmm. to me. Yeah, I I get it. Um, <laughs> I have a very specific memory to this song too. Um. I don't know if you ever grew up with that 70s show at all. I like love that 70s show. So there's a very specific scene that I 
always think of when I hear Blue Christmas that the first time I watched it as a kid, I laughed so hard. Like, it must have been one of the hardest times I ever laughed. They're at this dance, um, and it's after the Foreman and Hyde and all of them graduate high school. Okay. So he's at this dance for Donna. Waiting for her, and all these girls think like they're so cool because they graduated like the year before, and like Fez isn't seen that way, so he's trying to like do something. He's talked about how every dance he ended up in the locker or something like that. So like he tries to do something to ramp up his cool. So this band starts playing. They're like vamping, and he comes out on the stage, and he's like pointing to people like the finger guns. He's like winking. He like has a mic, and he like stops the music. And he starts singing that song, like, just, like, the first, like, two bars of it. And as he's singing it, the high school football players just come out and tackle him, like, four of them. (laughs) And he ends up, the first time I saw that, I must have, like, replayed it and laughed, like, six times. It was so, like, it was so perfectly set up because you could hear his voice specifically, too. Him doing, like, those Elvis-like riffs through it was the funniest thing I had ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, dude, such a good actor. I'm not sure what his name is. Uh, but... Vilmer, uh, Wilmer Valderrama. Okay. Yeah. Really, really good. Huge fan of the UFC. That's one of the reasons is I he? know that. Yeah, yeah. He's at a lot of their events, actually. Yeah, I know he's coming back. They just announced that 90s show, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I saw that. That's a good... Yeah, I, I, I watched... As I got older, uh, a lot of a lot of that 70s show marathons running through. Yeah. Mornings and stuff off, just watching on FX. and Oh, so good. It was, it's a great show. Um, so things that... Speaking of, like, the 70s and, like, peace and love and different things like that. Here's where we get to the John Lennon song. So, okay. But I'm going to take you, hang on. I believe. In the words of Patton Oswalt, I'm going to take you to Mordor and bring you right back to the Shire, okay? (laughs) So, um, I, so I don't mind the John Lennon version of this song. I, I don't mind it at all. My mom doesn't like it. And like, she doesn't necessarily like the whole thing with Yoko and everything like that. Yeah, yeah like, I get that. Yoko's he got, not a very uh, light character. Yeah. And, like, I get why some people don't like that song. Happy Christmas, children. Happy Christmas. So this is Christmas. Like, you get, like, it's a weird take for it. I personally think, like, it's a really good, like, reflective song about um, it's, about Christmas. It's definitely one that I think, like, uh, like I was mentioning with, with silver, it, it can take you out. I think it's a, a it, it take, just take you out of Christmas. Yeah, but because it's almost like it almost like it, it kind of like it's almost like shaming, yes. condescending, in a sense. But I, I know exactly where you're going for in this. I like the beat. I like the words of the song. If I, you know what I mean? Yes, I, I like the, the story. I do. I I very much do. Um, so I don't mind that song. However, out of all bands. Maroon 5 does a version of this song over the same three piano chords over and over again. So it's not even Maroon 5. It's just Adam Levine's stupid ass and whoever's doing the piano for him. And so it's this flat entire thing. So this is Christmas. (laughs) And what have you done? 
I wish I was like even exaggerating, but this is exactly what he sounds like doing the song. It is, if it were like, that's what makes me, that is what would make me hate the song. It's like, if it had originally been done like that, I would blow my head off. Like, it's it's that bad. It's so bad. Why does that version exist? Like, I don't know why you would redo it in general. Just leave it to Lennon. Like, leave some things alone. Like, John Lennon can have that one. Let him have it. Yeah, that's... That was so. Uh, that song is so outside of the box, like as far as what the norm was for Christmas music. That yeah, I just let it be. Yeah, and why would of all people? Maybe if like someone else did it, but like Adam Levine's douchey ass had to do it, and like you, I don't believe a damn word you're saying about. <laughs> oh, look at reflected ciders. Okay, dude. Yeah, yeah, like pot calling the kettle black over here. It's the thing because coming obviously, actually, I'm very curious as to who wrote that. I don't know if I wonder if John did um, himself or is over. Uh, let's see. Here's the Wikipedia. I'm very curious. A uh, single by John and Yoko. Um, uh, sorry, Reach. Who wrote it? Oh, yeah, they 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 wrote it. Yeah, Lennon and Yoko wrote it too. So, and we all know what John Lennon stood for, and it was was peace and and all that stuff. And uh, anybody else who kind of takes like it and tries to make it their own, it just feels ingenuine and yes. the is lost. So, yes, I, I I can agree with that. So, the, the, you're basically saying that the the remake. Which was my number ten, the remake of that song. Yeah, okay. like it's just if you want to like have have fun at some point tonight, and you have like a speaker or something like that, just put that song on and see how long you last. Yeah. Oh, I'll be listening. You, you you won't last through the whole thing of that <laughs> one because it's it's painful. It's absolutely painful. So, um, the the version of "War Is Over" by Maroon Five is my number four okay. for that reason. Uh, all right, on to our top three. Matt, your number three. All right, my number three. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas, <laughs> and only a hippopotamus will <laughs> do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Right. I get it. Like, I'm not crazy, right? It's just... It's... Yeah. Yeah. It's it's bad. <laughs> it's so I mean, bad. And, and this is another one. I gotta look... I wanna look up when the heck it was... Uh, when, when the heck it was made, because it's just... It's old as hell. It's gotta be. All right. It is... Um, 1953. Yeah. Gayla Peavy. Okay. She's the one who did it. She was literally a child. She was 10 years old, which makes sense. It's just like, I I don't know, like, there's... see me now on Christmas morning. (laughs) You don't like that? (laughs) Too many level changes. Again, Grandma got ran over by a reindeer level of, you know, uh, just... uh, What's it enough? And then after that, it's kind of, yeah... What's it? What is this? A popular legend holds that this 1953 hit had been recorded as a fundraiser to bring the city zoo a hippo. Oh, um, but it is. Uh, it was not originally recorded. That um, it just was used for a lot of other stuff. Yeah, they... and that she actually was gifted a hippopotamus. 
and donated him to the zoo regardless. Aww. So that's a cute story. Um Aw, that is cute. Yeah, so it's a, it's a fun story, but I just can't say this. Yeah, the hippo lived for nearly fifty years, and in twenty seventeen, Peavy, uh, the girl who sang it, then seventy three years old, was again present when the Oklahoma City Zoo acquired a rare pygmy hippopotamus from the San Diego Zoo. Aw, so, that's kind of cute. Yeah, until <laughs> so you find out that the fundraising money went towards like embezzlement or something yeah. like that. <laughs> they played it within the city. <laughs> uh, yeah, she performed it. On the Ed Sullivan show in fifty October fifty three. No so, way. That's so funny. That's cool. But um yeah, I can't do it. Yeah, I, I get it. That one's campy and it's like after a while it's uh I can't well, do a little it. much, a little much. There's one that like I was thinking of that I wish I could uh oh, it's like this I'm getting an I'm getting nothing for Christmas song that used to be on and that one's kinda campy and bad too. I'm getting nothing for Christmas. Yeah. Um yeah, I I wish I could remember who that was by too, but that's like another really old one. I'm getting nothing for Christmas. Yeah. Um Osborne, what the hell? I don't know. That's um, a bad one. That's a bad one. Is that on your list? No. I I did I actually totally forgot about it until <laughs> I said it just now. That's why I love that we're doing this cuz we keep bringing up like just bad I know, songs. I'm just like digging up like really old <laughs> memories. Um, yeah, what do you got for number three? So my number three, this is uh, the last um, like remake of a song that I have on here, but okay. it's a freaking doozy. So uh, I, I, I found out a couple of things in researching this one. So first, the the song itself is the Little Drummer Boy. So it, which like cool, like he's fine. Uh, Mary like gets a drum solo right after Jesus is born. Like we all know the story. Like yeah. it's it's a cool thing. What's not cool, so in the process of looking up this version of the song, I realized that Jessica Simpson has a Christmas album. Yeah. Yeah, and that's on there. And that her and her sister Ashley did um, a cover of this song. And it is the hottest garbage that has ever existed (laughs) on this planet. Oh, my God, is it awful. It's so bad. It's so bad. It's just like think of like how they are vocally and like how like God about the Simpsons. First, it's the first thing you think of like Jessica Simpson music. You're like, okay, she had like maybe one good song, and then that terrible version of "Take My Breath Away" that she did, and then like who was she married to for? She was married to who? Romo for the longest. Uh, time? I don't know if they were married, but she was, she was a, like together they were with dating him, right? and stuff. I remember that, that she popularized the pink Tony Romo jersey. Oh yeah, my that's ex, right. My ex, our first Christmas together, asked for a pink Tony Romo jersey. Yeah, so like that's the first. Those are like the first couple of things I think of when I think of her. And then when it comes to Ashley, even though she has good music, the first thing I think of when I think of her is her lip syncing incident on SNL. Um, when that whole thing happened, which I always, when I talk about this, I always praise the band members that were with her that just kept playing and went down with the ship. Yeah. Like it was, I always, <laughs> I, I never, thought, I never see they this, proved, but... they proved like, we're not faking it. Let's keep going. <laughs> um, but, uh, they came together to form this, uh, Avengers level piece of crap that, that <laughs> is, is there. And it's just whiny, it's forced, it's terrible. It sounds like they have no vocal training whatsoever. It's, it's, it is a 
bad version of Little Drummer Boy if I've ever heard one. And there's, I mean, it's a great song. The, the, there, there's a good. Uh, is it the is it the um, the Dean Martin one that's really good that people refer? Is that I what it is? Probably is. Like I, I'm guessing they had a monopoly over Christmas music. Yeah, but they they um, there's one that's like the highly regarded one uh. over. But uh, yeah, I wish Ashley and Jessica never touched that a day in their life. It's it's. It took a lot to not put it as my number one. It really did. Uh, let's see. Bing Crosby did it. Bing Crosby and David Bowie did it. Interesting. That's. I think that's. That was in '82. Yes, there's that's been what a I'm lot of. Uh, <clears throat> Pentatonix did it. Uh, Justin Bieber did it. Ugh. Oh my God! Some a Norwegian electronic musician. Guy named Hans Peter Lindstrom recorded a 42 minute version of the song in 2009. What the hell? Why would you ever need a 42 minute version of that song? I have no idea. That is, I mean, he's not even American, but that is the most American sounding thing I've ever seen, heard in my life. Yeah. It needs to be bigger and better. Oh. Ugh. Oh. Uh, Rumpa pum pum. Yeah, rumpa pum pum. Yeah, so that, so that lands at my number three for that reason. Uh, Matt, I'm actually dying to hear what your top two are going oh, to be. Okay, my friend. So just going back to the Rat Pack, they're on this list uh, again. All right, some couple of them. I this song made me hate a word. All right, it made me hate the hate the word merriest. Oh, I think we I wish you the yeah. merriest, the, the merriest, the merriest, the merriest. <laughs> it just goes over and over again. I'm like Jesus Christ, this is terrible. I should have said that. Uh, no, it's, <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. Like you just abused it. It's like all right, we just got let's just let's just plug a word in there real quick and just say it over and over and over yeah. and over again. Let me guess, the merriest is that what you're gonna say? The merriest. It's literally ever? just. Oh, I mean, they switch over to the happiest, but it just becomes the merriest again. Oh, it's rough. And it's terrible. It's rough. I can't stand it. I it, I feel like when they're singing the song, there's like just no conclusion to it. Mm. If yeah, I, I just like you know what I mean. Like sometimes you, if if a note, if a music note, or, or I don't even know how to talk music, but like it, sometimes there's like instrumentals and they just they just don't sound like they're, they're there's a conclusion to like the 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 beat or whatever. Mm. And I feel like that's with this song. Like it just it just it's like a run on sentence. It just keeps going and going and going. Yeah, and I don't feel good at the end of it. Yeah, it's that one is painful. Yeah, I just, I was, I, I flipped it out. I skipped past it today. I was, you know, there are some that I definitely like forget about because I skip past them so much. Right, like it's that's really like the only reason that they just get disregarded. Some of them start off too slow, and I just like, okay, it's not doing it. It's yeah. not hitting. Yeah, it's so bad. Yeah. Um. So my top two are both original songs. Um. This one. When you really listen to the lyrics, you're like, "What? <laughs> like, what? What are what? What are you talking about right now?" Um, it's the song "Do They Know It's Christmas" by First Aid. Um, oh, Band Aid, yeah, or Band is yeah, Band Aid, <laughs> Band Aid, not First Aid. Um, man, this is so. The only good association I have with the song is the movie Daddy's Home yes, too, because I this think this is it, why I love this song. So I think. <laughs> So I think 
that uh, that moment is hilarious, and I think it's that's an incredible moment in that movie. And I think like a lot of people shit on Daddy's Home way too much, and I think it's oh, they're yeah. incredible movies. They're great movies. Um, however, this song itself is really entitled and like shitty. But like when you think of it, because they're going, yeah, you're celebrating Christmas, but like. Don't forget these people in other countries that are, like, suffering when you're over here. But also, in, but also, like, they're saying that, but they're not. Because there's a moment in that song where they say, Tonight, thank God it's them instead of you. <laughs> Tonight, thank God it's them. Fuck you. That's terrible. That's a terrible thing to think about. Tonight, to thank God it's them instead of you, and then they have the nerve to say, feed the world. Kiss my ass. Well, like, I, th- I think they were, just, like, I'm trying to help justify this as best as I can. It's, but, I, I feel like, no, like, don't like, get me wrong. Like I they, they, they were, they were, the they were echoing the snobbishness of people, like, like, like. I get it, like, but, man, this is, it, like. It's the it's the we are the world of Christmas songs, right? Like this that's what that's what this thing is. It's like it's that kind of a statement. Right. But my god, it does not even come close to what we are the world. It like it's it is such a terrible like like let them know it's Christmas time. Like I'm sure they know. Like that's and that's if like they, well, some of them probably don't even celebrate it. It's yeah, by a right, exactly, because they're either like not Christian or like they just it's, it has nothing to do with the fact that they're poor. Like I, I don't know, with some of them at least. Like I can tell you, I can tell you for a fact, and like this is, and I think it partially has to do with perception too, because I can tell you for a fact. That when I went to Rwanda, they knew what day it was. Like, they knew, like, they could be on, like, we celebrated New Year's Day, same day as everybody else. They knew, like, it was still January 6th. It was, like, it was, like, uh, like, it's not like people, we live in the 21st century. (laughs) People aren't blowing smoke signals to people anymore. (laughs) They know it's Christmas. They know. (laughs) <laughs> they they know. Oh man, it's, I like partially hate that I love this song because of Daddy's Home. Like this is like so this good. is legit like no, a top five that Christmas is, song for me. Yeah, that moment is because of that song, right? It's or because of that, that movie. But uh, you're kind of the point. My wife like she loves to shit on me for stuff, and she always picks on me because of that. I like that song. Yeah, see. The, at but least, the like, I like the you know they got a I get pretty it. good cat, you know, a really good group of people singing. It. Oh, and when John Cena breaks out into singing them, oh way, yeah, it's just like it's it's over for you. It's really cool. Um, I when was it? I actually watched that on with Julie's family. I watched that on Christmas though on year. Oh yeah, yeah, because it was. Um, I went there late because we used to like obviously like split up our Christmases a little bit. So you, she used to come to my house in the morning. And then I would um, go to her house at night and just, like, after dinner and, like, pick on, like, the desserts and the leftovers that they have. Her okay. mom always saves me a plate of everything, which is awesome. Um, 
And we were lo- we were thinking of like Christmas movies to watch. We put on Daddy's Home too because like it kind of is like it's it pretty much is a Christmas. movie. It one hundred percent is. Yeah. It's, and it was like it was perfect. It was so funny to watch. Which is that. complete night and day from what the original, the first one is. So. Yeah, yeah, I like that. But honestly, Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell are a very underrated comedy. Oh, duo. they're great. They're so good. The other guys is another incredible oh, movie classic. that they do. Uh, but on to our number one, sir. What is your number one worst Christmas uh, song? All right, I part of my part of my French. I fucking hate this song with every fiber of my being. I, I can't emphasize the f word enough. <laughs> how much I hate this song. This when I heard this in two thousand and thirteen, I my jaw dropped. I was like, this is the one of the first new Christmas songs I've heard. And probably about ten years, and this is what my generation is offering future generations <laughs> as far as Christmas music goes. It is "Text Me Merry Christmas." You've never heard? Oh, I've never heard the song. Jesus! Oh, I'm, I'm going to read the hold lyrics. On, hold on, hold on. Now I'm going to read the I'm going to read the lyrics for you. This this song makes me sick to my stomach. Text me Merry Christmas. I mean. Yeah, Kristen Bell sang it. Oh, and Straight No Chaser. Oh, no. All right, I'm going to read the first, like, paragraph. (laughs) This holiday, you'll be far away, and I'll be all alone. So please remember, this December, to fully charge your phone. Oh, crap. And text me Merry Christmas. Let me know you care. Just a word or two of text from you will remind me you're still here. You don't have to add much to it. One smiley face will do. Baby, text me Merry Christmas because I'm missing kissing you. That's awful. Right? Who wrote that? (laughs) Like, who? Legit. Text me Merry Christmas is is the 1990s kids. I mean, well, the 2000 cents, but my... Upbringing my generation's offering to Christmas music. Yeah, I, that's embarrassing. I hate that that's peak. Like, this is us. Right, right? Yeah. People are going to, well, kids might look at this, this song, you know, uh, and be like, oh, wow, that's pretty rad. You text. Um, and you made a Christmas song about it. My parents' generation, which I agree with a lot of things on, um, it. I think it's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's it's really stupid. I do, too. I think that's that's really awful lyrics. I will definitely listen to that one because I need to hear how bad it is for myself. We'll listen to it after we're done recording. Oh God, it's terrible. Ugh. Yeah, it that that lineup makes just me physically angry and ill. Oh my God. Oh my God. Stop making stupid Christmas music for real. Yeah, I don't know. That's like. That's what I mean is, like, people need to just think before they put the pen to paper. Yeah. I don't know. Um, like, uh uh-huh. So my number one, um, I absolutely hate Christmas Shoes. The 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 song, The this Christmas This is the other shoes. song that makes me cry. You hate it. I, I hate understand. it. Okay. I hate it. A lot of people do. I can't stand it. You ever see the movie? Um, no. I've never seen don't the movie before. Um First, so it comes down first, first off to the sound, because this dude's trying to start sound like Night Ranger, and 
he's not Night Ranger. Like I hate I hate to tell him and inform him, but he just like man, like try it sounds like wannabe like eighties rocker for sure. <laughs> um and then when you think about like the words like the the real context of this First of all, this guy's kind of a douche for doing shopping on Christmas Eve. Like, he's finding the last two gifts on Christmas. And I know we've all been there, but he's openly admitting on a song. And you never, <laughs> you never admit. You never admit that you got the gift the day before. No matter what. No you way. never do. You never do it. <laughs> never. So he's ratting himself out on tape for that. Um, and this boy comes up. He sings that, which is heartbreaking. Like, don't get me wrong. The song is heartbreaking. But, like, maybe that's one of the reasons I hate it because I need my Christmas songs to be, like, happy in a sense. But, like, he it's heartbreaking to hear, like, that his mother is literally dying. On Christmas, he's, Day, yeah. on, on Christmas Eve, he's by his shoes. Then this toolbox of a cashier... Counts out the pennies and says there's not enough money. Let him take the shoes. Like, what kind of a person does that? What kind of a, like, in your right mind, if you were cashing this kid out, you see that his shoes are like, and he tells you, my mother is dying. I'm trying to buy these shoes for you. You're going to go, there's not enough money to buy these shoes. I'm losing my job over that kid. Oh, 100%. I'm losing my job over that kid. I'm getting the shoes. He's walking out with a bunch of other Christmas gifts for his family, and it's either coming out of my check or I'm going home. Yeah. That's it. Corporate doesn't need that shit. So he has to turn to this customer, ask him, and then after he runs out with the shoes, the customer says, I knew God sent him to remind me what Christmas is all about. Yeah, he made his uh, this boy's mom die to remind you about the Christmas message, dude. Get your head out of your ass. <laughs> I love the bitterness that comes from oh, us. Man. These number ones hit hard. Like, they hit real hard. Yeah. The other ones we kind of like just went through, coasted nice. These number, uh, the, the number ones were like... We, like, it, it, there's a hatred that comes with it. There yeah. really is. There's one that, so I, I wish I could have put it on here, but it's not directly Christmas related. But I used to hear it on like Kiss 98.5 all the time. It was like an anti-child abuse song. And it was the most disgusting thing that I've ever, like, it's them like writing letters to Jesus saying, like, oh, like, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, remember that one? I do. Woof. That one was like, need a shower after listening to the radio. Thanks for that. <laughs> Sheesh. So, like, if that one was directly Christmas-related, Christmas shoes would be bumped way more notches down the yeah. But it feels like, it feels a step under that song for me. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, Christmas shoes is my number one for that reason, dude. <laughs> Wow, I think uh, I think our 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 list toppers were. Uh... You know, this is a solid way to kick off the holiday season. Like, I know we're doing holiday lists coming up, and this was a really fun way to bring it in. I feel. Like. I think so too. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna hopefully get back on track. Great, the remote's not working. <laughs> um, it's probably dead. Uh, so next time me and Dan are back on, which again we're gonna try our best to keep on track. I promise you, after. Uh, the holidays are done with. We're going to be a lot more thorough. 
Um, but next week we're going to do our top ten favorite gifts that we have ever given yeah. to people. Yeah. So this is going to be a deep, uh, a deep cut. All right, a lot of gift giving over the years, and I did the I did the best gifts we've ever received years ago with uh, good pal Brian Finch. And I always want to do one given. And everyone's like, oh, I forget about the given ones. And I'm like, yeah. oh, that's, that's what makes it a challenge. It is. It's hard uh, to, to remember what you've given. But I think it's an important lesson um, that I've appreciated getting older, that I'd rather see other people be happy mm-hmm. um, instead of instead of like you know getting something in return. I'd rather see other people like – they're day made. I, I agree. And I think there's fun stories in like how you decided to give it to, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's it's one of those things that makes it more special. I've I've definitely gotten gifts before for people that I've been like, oh, my God, I can't wait to give this to them. This yeah. is going to be so fun. I the older again, the older I get, the more I feel that mm-hmm. way. So I actually just sitting with you saying that now, I actually just thought of one that's definitely going on. My Perfect. List. Yeah. Perfect. So, oh. so, well, Bandit's game is going. On. Oh, <laughs> well. Uh, oh, here. Oh, yeah, it's your turn to close. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess so. So next time we're on here, we're going to be doing that. This was a really, really fun list. Um, hopefully, you guys use this as inspiration to like get into the holiday spirit. Um, I also want to shout out. Um, I'm going to do this on my show too. I I know some of the, sometimes these things don't mean anything, but spo- people are doing their Spotify raft right now, and I have gotten uh, quite a few people that have shown me that um, Eat Sleep List has made their top five for really? this year. Yeah, oh, for thank sure. You, Especially um, shout out to my cousin Eli in particular because his whole top five was podcast precinct shows. No shit. Um, yeah. So thank you, Eli. So there there are tons of um, people that have tuned in this year. And it's been, I know we talk about it all the time, but I'm having so much fun revamping this with you. It's um, great. And it's, it's fun to just be on this ride. So if you've been tuning in, just thank you so much for that. Um, and we'll be back next week for an episode. Um, but until next time, on behalf of Matt and myself, do you even list?